in three, two, one. Live from Detroit, Michigan, home of season two of the Comedy Pod Pie podcast. That's right, we are back. And this time, we have enemies. In case you were wondering who this podcast is, this is the Comedy Pod Pie. Welcome to episode one of season two of the Comedy Pot Pie podcast, and I couldn't be more happy. And as always, I'm here joined by my producer, Alyssa Choi, uh, and my name is Michael Lane Jr., and we are here once again to start uh, another journey on season two. How do you feel about that? How did you feel about season one? Um, I didn't feel that bad about it, honestly. I think it was good as far as our first ever season, just experimenting mm-hmm. and, you know, learning how to work the equipment and our format and all that stuff. That's so. true. I feel refreshed. Um, we got we got the first like ten episodes out of the way. Um, we did we did eventually knock a couple of them off that uh, didn't have any uh, certain purpose, which I'm sure as we uh, make more episodes, we will get rid of. Um, the ones that we did from the beginning. So listen to them while you can, because they will soon be gone forever. But um, the, the reason we, uh, we started this podcast, we just said, well, you know what, let's just do it. If we just keep uh, putting it off, we're never going to do it. Uh, we knew the first few episodes would probably suck. Um, I thought they were fine. Everything was good. Uh, sans the uh, shit show episode, <laughs> which I, I fully planned on keeping just out of uh, total principle of the, of the matter. But uh, then realized that uh, it was probably a mistake because I didn't realize how many people actually listen to this fucking <laughs> piece of shit podcast. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it uh, best exemplified what we were all about. So uh, we decided to get rid of that one. So if, if, you, if you didn't, you, uh, you cannot ever hear that one ever again for the rest of your life. Uh, unless maybe we start like a Patreon <laughs> and, and charge some uh, sick loot for it. But that's, but that's what it's all about. Uh, we, we, we're not like... Um, we don't really have uh, a voice yet. We don't have a, a mission statement. We're purely entertainment. We're just producing content. We're joking around as two friends who've known each other for a very long time do. Uh, and it's just a glimpse of, you know, like if these, if these microphones weren't in front of us, I don't think much would be very different at all. I agree. Um, so, um, that, and, that, and that's what and that's what I think uh, people like uh, connect to. You know, we're not uh, trying too hard. Uh, we actually tried probably too less. <laughs> I know I did. Uh, there was many times where I just showed up uh, with nothing to say, nothing written down, and then we just recorded a uh, episode, uh, mainly to test the equipment, whatever it may be, uh, make a few jokes here and there, and that was it. And that was season one. So I mean, we 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 tried some things, we experimented with some stuff. And, uh, you know, overall, I feel good about it. We, I'm actually really ecstatic about uh, way more people listen than I thought they would, um, which gave us a little clout uh, here and there. We were up the rankings for a while there, um, and hopefully we will be again soon. Uh, but then you don't realize it also brings out the weirdos <laughs> and other weird fucking podcasts, which we will uh, talk about later. 
Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I've said since day one, this podcast, like, literally has just been for us to have fun with mm-hmm. and just to joke around and uh, at the very least look back on our own conversations with each other. So, I mean, any kind of notoriety that comes out of this, I um, I guess I didn't even expect in the first place. But it's true. Now, mad about it, I suppose uh, bad publicity is just the same as good publicity that's true and now we have a uh, you know we're locked and loaded now with a couple sponsors okay which, which will change nothing if anything these sponsors <laughs> will last uh, about five episodes until they drop us um for making fun of them i'm sure for some reason who knows what uh it's still early in the season anything could happen um we really haven't thought much about two like new segments things like that uh but uh we do have some stuff to talk about um it has been a while it's been a few months now um, we, we, we made, I know we, before we left, I had talked about how I spent two weeks in Vegas. Uh, then after that, uh, you and I went to Vegas again <laughs> about a month later, uh, during the off time. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that was fun. We went and saw, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan and your boy, Tom Segura, Tom Segura. Yeah. Yep. And they were all really good. Um, it was a great show. The funny part about this show was, um, besides all the comedians, uh, was that uh, we spent all this money to go out there and fly out there and do these things. And then, like, he announces, like, three weeks later that he was coming back to Michigan, of all places. <laughs> uh, this, this is recorded in Detroit. And he was going to shoot his Netflix special in Royal Oak, which is 10 minutes away from here. <laughs> Yeah, I actually Which you went, went to. to. You went to that also, though. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, so I don't really remember a whole lot from our Vegas trip mm-hmm. in general, but that show specifically. I do, however, remember that it was a lot funnier material than he um, did here. I think he switched a lot of his stories and things like that because it all felt like brand new stuff. And yeah. I remember... He's a pro. Yeah, I remember just dying laughing in Vegas. And this one, it's not that it was bad, but it just wasn't as funny as I remember it was seeing him there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mad at all that we spent all that money to go. But uh, also, do you really remember everything he said the first time anyways? Because uh, weren't you uh, half asleep in your chair <laughs> uh, during half of it? I'm not going to lie. Um, I lost my shit in Vegas? during Tom Segura's set. He was amazing. <laughs> and then when Joe Rogan came out... Um, Honestly, I've seen a lot of his stand-up, and I had high hopes, but he wasn't as good as I thought he would be. So, yeah, I did kind of maybe sort of fall asleep in my chair a little bit. See, I, I thought it was good, um, but mine, mine, uh, my experience was a little different. Obviously, we had seats next to each other in mm-hmm. Vegas. It was at the MGM uh, Arena, and which is huge. I'd never been in the uh, actual arena part, because uh, when I was there, it was closed for COVID, so they had to have all the comedy shows in like this like little... Uh, ballroom or whatever it was. It was kind of weird. Everything was all separated. But uh, the, the arena was humongous. The show was great. Um, we got so drunk at this show. Uh, and I'm just talking, I'm just canceling, I'm, or I'm just talking about myself right now. So what they do is you get to the show. Obviously, it's Chappelle. He's getting ready to do a special. Your cell phones go in these little like oven mitts that are, <laughs> that are like sealed. Um, but they let you carry them around, but you can't get to your phone. So our tickets are in our fucking phone. So anyways, we're drunk. We've been drinking a lot. I had to piss, right? And this is before, like right before Chappelle. I'm like, almost made it through the whole thing. Chappelle comes up. I'm like, I have to piss. And our seats were like way up high, like, and it's pitch dark in there. 
So I'm like, all right, I got to go piss. So I get out of here. I go to the bathroom. I piss. I come back. I realize I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I don't know how to get back to our seats. I have no idea where they are. I can't remember. And I can't open my phone <laughs> to check where my seats are. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just run up one of these little like, uh, what do you call those? The little, just a concourse or like the little like uh, hallway. Like the aisleway. The aisleway. Yeah. But they're like curtains, you know, the, and then you go to go into the arena. So I'm like, well, I'll just take a peek in here and I'll see where Alyssa is. Of course, I open it and the place is massive and everything's black. I can't see a single fucking thing. So I'm like, I have no idea. Like, this isn't going to be impossible. Um, so I'm just like, well, I'm just going to watch the show from right here. I lean up against the wall. They're like, sir, you can't be here. I'm like, all right, fuck. So then I, I walk to the next one. <laughs> so I spent like the next 25 minutes watching the show, getting kicked out from hallway to hallway, uh, missing jokes here, missing jokes there. Eventually they're like, all right, dude, who, this guy's got to go. Like, I, I don't think they, they told me to leave, but I'm like, this isn't going to work out. You know, I, mean, I just kept getting like yelled at and I'm like, all right, this isn't worth it. So I go, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the thing. I'll have them um, unlock my phone. And then um, check my thing and go back to my seat. Well, once you go get, once they open your phone again, you're done. It's like a uh, you can't re-enter kind of type of situation. Mm. So I'm like, great, I'm screwed. And we stayed at the Mirage, which is on the other side of the strip. So the strip's probably about three, three, four miles long max, but we're on opposite ends. Um, and I have your purse. Or your, your clutch or whatever. You with have all of my, your money. My wallet, actually. <laughs> all, just my wallet. Yeah, with all of your money and all that stuff. And uh, and I don't know how to reach you because <laughs> you don't have your phone because yours is locked up. So I'm like, well, great. I'll just walk back to the uh, the action. I end up walking down some some road. Now, we're, we're talking about the Vegas Strip. And I'm walking out of MGM Grand. And I have Snapchats on my phone of me walking down a dark road with no lights, no anything. And it's like, it'd be almost impossible for that to happen. You're on the Vegas Strip. Everything is nine miles high and bright as the sun. And somehow I managed to find my way to take the back roads all the way back. <laughs> I looked at my like step counter and it was like 15 miles I had walked. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, and it was 120 degrees. It was like a record, record heat wave while we were there that second time as well. Uh, so that was fun. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, from my perspective, what had happened, and mind you, I've had a friend abandon me at a comedy <laughs> show before, and so I kind of fall half asleep, and this must have been when Michael went to the bathroom, so I kind of look up because I hear everybody screaming, and I'm assuming Dave Chappelle's walking out, so you know, I wake up, start clapping, and I look over, and Mike's not there, and I just think to myself, oh, well, well, the first thing I think to myself is, oh, shit, not again. And then I start thinking to myself, like, no, no, he wouldn't leave me here. He'll be back in a minute. So I'm sitting there and watching the show, watching the show, and, you know, just kind of every so often wondering where he went. So the show ends before I know it, and I'm like, oh, my God, Mike still isn't back. Yeah, and gone. Um, yeah, so I, I go, you know, follow the crowd to the front, get my phone out, yada, yada. I call you. Actually, you actually were calling me at the exact time that I, like, pulled my phone out of that sleeve. Oh, uh, Okay. So I answer it and I could tell, first of all, by you calling me that you were trashed because you <laughs> absolutely hate phone calls more than anything. Yeah, we were about 14 hours into Vegas. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a long day of constantly drinking. Yeah. And so you're calling me and I'm like, oh, great. So I answer it and you just 
absolutely made no sense. Mm -hmm. Something about I'm by like a Chinese. First you said a Chinese lady. And I was like, that doesn't help, Michael. And you go, no, I'm by a Chinese place. And I was like, be more specific. (laughs) We're on the Vegas strip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's at this point after talking to you, you're like, I think I'm at our hotel, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, stay where you are. I'm going to come back and meet you at our hotel. Just don't leave. So at this point, I realize I don't have my wallet. Um, I'm walking down the strip. My feet are killing me from these heels that I'm wearing. I should have probably thought to like just use my Uber and because my credit card's linked to right. it or whatever. But of course, I'm not in the right state of mind. Again, <laughs> we've been there for, you know, half a day and I've been drinking the whole yeah. time. So how does one zip down the strip? So uh, I see a bus kind of pull up <laughs> on my <laughs> left hand side. And uh, I think to myself, oh, I'm man. like, I wonder if I could just sneak on there. And then I see the bus driver tell these people to get off because they must have not had money or something like that. Mm hmm. So I proceed to jump on the bike rack on the back of the bus. <laughs> you were a hop on. Yeah. And I held on to the bike rack. That's great. Driving all the way down the strip. And I just had, you know, it's Vegas. So like yeah. if we were, were home, you know, people would be like, what the fuck is that girl doing? Vegas. Everybody's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the weekend. So it's way, it's way different on the weekend. Well, it was actually, was it a Thursday? That was a Thursday night. But it was pretty hyped, though. But it was still pretty yeah. full, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because the next morning, well, the next day was the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, that's right. There was Justin Bieber that weekend. There was a bunch of really big names there. Yeah, playing. and there were a bunch of big names at our show that we were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually. That we later found out um, were there. But I could just picture in my mind how funny it would be. Because you were feel- when we were in the hotel room, you're like, I'm going to wear these shoes. I'm like, don't wear those fucking shoes. You're like, no, they're fine. They're almost more as comfortable as tennis shoes. I'm like, trust me, you're not. Because this is your first time in Vegas. I'm like, do not do that. They were like wedges or something. Wait, wait, wait. But our plan was, Mike, you have to, you have to mention, our plan <laughs> we was to Uber. go to the casino next door, walk around for a minute, and then Uber the rest of the way. Yeah. Well, the plans plans in Vegas, uh, you always you always dress for a disaster in Vegas. I'll remember that for And uh, I can just picture you, because by the end of the night, you were just holding them, mm-hmm. walking around Vegas barefoot in the casinos which is not recommended. <laughs> but I can just picture you like holding the back of this bus, holding these these heels, just one arm <laughs> on the bus, and what, just whipping down the strip while everyone's just like, woo That is exactly what happened, what you're picturing. And then yeah. the best part is I get back to where you are. I find <laughs> you sitting at a slot machine in mm-hmm. our casino. So I walk up and... At this point, I'm like, I just need a drink. I just need to sit down. I need a drink. It's just what we needed. So I sat there and I'm playing on one of the slots and all night you had been telling me to zip my purse up all night. Yeah. And I have a little clutch and it's, you know, there's people out there that will steal from you. There's no doubt about it. I know, but I just have a bad habit of leaving it unzipped. And Mm -hmm. so at one point you go, I'm going to go to the bathroom and you're wasted and you, I like see you walk behind me. And then I just feel you pick up my purse because it's still attached to my shoulder, <laughs> flip it upside down and dump it all over the floor and just look at me straight face and go, I told you to fucking zip it. That was a and test. And then walk away. That was a test. So <laughs> I was testing you because if that was a real emergency, uh, you'd have been you'd have been distraught. But now you knew that you were safe and I was right there still. And then <laughs> you know what to do next time. It ha- eventually would have obviously happened because you're just it was just like, I think you underestimate how drunk you were as well. And you're just swinging this. And there's just cash. Like, it was like a cartoon. There's, like, cash, like, floating up in the air as you're walking. Like, you were, you would definitely be, like, one of those, like, Grand Theft Auto strippers that you would just run over and just take her, <laughs> take her purse. 
And uh, as you can see, we've already clearly gone off the rails. Uh, we forgot to do our good thing of the week, of the season so far, even. Uh, and I think I think this week we'll do a joint a joint affair. Um, because we uh, both helped out one of our good friends start a charcuterie business. That get it, is get, true. Help get it off the floor. Help get it running. Um, it is called Chow Cuterie. Um, and she makes amazing spreads. And uh, this past weekend, I actually uh, helped her. I helped drive uh, a bunch of her stuff out uh, like an hour away. Helped set up the, uh, the table. And uh, by help set up the table, I mean uh, whenever she needed something, I handed it to her. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not good at this stuff. Uh, she, she is by far the pro. But, uh, you know, we did that. And, uh, and at the same time, uh, you also uh, had a, a big helping hand in it as well. Did you not? I did. Um, I'm pretty savvy with the, you know, internet um, bookkeeping type of things. You are and the producer. That is true. So <laughs> I uh, helped her get her social media up and running where, you know, um, wherever she needed legal advice and those kind of things I, I assisted her with. So I'm happy to say she's finally up and running. And she actually wanted to uh, be a sponsor for the podcast, and she said that she wants to offer 10% off of any orders that um, result from this podcast. So if you Very email chowchowcutery at gmail.com, that is C-I-A-O-C-I-A-O-C-U-T-E-R-I-E ding, ding, ding. at gmail.com. You will receive ten percent off of a custom charcuterie spread. That's right. Uh, and the kicker, though, is you must be in Michigan uh, at this time. Uh, but most of our listeners, I feel like, are uh, in Michigan for the most part. Although we do see the map, and they are all over the place, which we appreciate. But uh, if you are in the Michigan area, uh, she does amazing boards for like two people, four people, or she'll do like the one, the one uh, I helped her out with was for 50 people. It was like the size of a gigantic folding table. It was insane. She has done custom boards for parties I've had at my own house, you know, for 10, 15, if not more people. And I think this year for my birthday, my boyfriend and I have birthdays the day after each other. So uh, she made a giant charcuterie board for that. And I think we were eating off of that for like, Three days straight. Yeah, I love all the meats and cheeses. Um, it, uh, I, I can't stop picking at them. To be honest, they're so just for me. They're money. Mm -hmm. I can't stop eating them, and they're really good. It's the ultimate finger food, honestly. That's true, and that is our good thing of the week, of the year, of the season, uh, because uh, you know we're giving uh, we're giving our friends some airtime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shout out Chow Cuterie. But then we have a we have another sponsor that I'm excited to uh, reveal at the end. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, that being said, all right, I'm glad I'm glad we got the good thing out of the way, uh, because now uh, it is time for bad things. Uh, those of you paying attention to the, at the in the intro, notice I said that, and now we're back, but this time we've got enemies, uh, which I'm actually uh, kind of excited about. Um, it, they're, they're not really anyone I would consider, uh, to be even, uh, remotely talented in any sh sh way, shape or form. Uh, so it really doesn't bother me that much. I'm actually, if anything, more excited that, uh, people saw that we were trending and tried to ride our dicks, <laughs> uh, into, into more viewership. But, uh, listen, all right, you can come after me, 
that's fine. You know, my name is on the fucking podcast. All right? Um, you think you're going to hurt my feelings? Uh, not a chance. But when you start coming after my producer, Alyssa Choi, <laughs> then we've got problems. Okay? Uh, this was the case about a month ago after some hack-ass podcast uh, got a hold of our podcast and uh, basically uh, did a whole show on it. Um, at least half their show was about us. Uh, and um, unfortunately, on our end, it was mostly uh, centered around the shit show episode, which uh, <laughs> we had gotten rid of, but it was too late. We didn't know that this had already existed um, until some of our friends told us about it, uh, that, that that existed when they were searching. See, here's the thing. They called... They called our episode, they called their episode Comedy Pot Pie. It was the one about us, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <clears throat> I hate you, I think you suck, but here, I'm going to name my fucking baby after you. Um, so here's the thing about this podcast, okay? Their, their whole shtick is that they, I think it's called Who, Who Are These Podcasts? Something like that. Something fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> so they don't create any content. Okay, that's the first thing. All they do is ride people's cocks and try to comment on it. They're like, like some bootleg Rob Deerdick. You know what I mean? And, and so they're, they're like, they did our podcast. They broke it down and they're like, you know, um, this girl's annoying. This guy's an idiot. Uh, this isn't funny. This isn't true. Um, they just like totally broke it apart. Um, but, that's, but that's their thing. So the thing about this, the thing about this, and I didn't... I, I, you told me about it, um, and I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this shit. But I'm like, you know what? Finally, uh, just today, I finally listened to it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to it. And they went on for about an hour. <laughs> um, just. I mean, they went on longer than our podcast. I think they listened to, like, just maybe some bits and pieces of, like, a few different podcasts. And um, the takes were terrible. The jokes they made were terrible. They obviously cut it up to be, like... Uh, you know, to make us look bad. It obviously. was like a fucking they, hack reality show. Yeah, they pitted us up against each other. They said like we hated each other, and uh, like obviously, if you listen to this show, that's obviously not the case. That's, we just act like that uh, always. You know what I mean? Uh, do I cut you off a lot? Yeah, I do. That was one <laughs> of the things they said. Uh, they said you sounded like you were in an iron lung, and you didn't have much longer to live. But that was in the one episode where you didn't have a voice anymore. Yeah, because I had fucking COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the week prior. Which, which is all true. Um, but so I dig deeper into these people, right? And so the one guy that calls in. So first of all, let me tell you this. The main guy who runs this place is named fucking Carl Hamburger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, no wonder he never says his last now I'm, name I'm getting roasted on their podcast by someone named fucking Carl Hamburger it's like a Mark Wahlberg I'm getting, I'm getting grilled if you will <laughs> by fucking <laughs> Carl fucking Hamburger and now these people like have some sort of um, legitimate people on their thing like they have this guy Shuley which I don't know who the fuck he is I had to google him uh, he calls in with his lazy, fucking boring, fucking comments. He's there for like he's just he's there to like just roast, you know. Um, he calls in, um, but I guess he was on. Um, he's part of like the Howard Stern, like the Rat Pack or whatever they had. So he, I guess he was on. He was a writer for Howard Stern for a little while, and I guess sometimes he made it on air. 
but he was part of like those fucking. So like the way the way that like people got fo- that followed him were like people with, like I don't know if you ever seen Howard Stern, but it's like the most ancient caveman fucking way of getting laughs. Like they basically get people on Howard Stern who have like disabilities. Like like stuttering Eric or whatever the fuck his name is, and then they like bring him on and they laugh at him while he fucking stutters and tries to be, and then like that's what they think is funny, like it's just an archaic fucking actually sick, piss poor way of comedy, right? And now I guess after fifteen years, this guy's finally like doing comedy or whatever, and I, it's just, I'm sure he's great, right? He's like that. He's like um, this uh. The Shuli guy is, he's like, uh, he's like um, the standard, I shave my head and then wear like thick frame glasses. And then now that's my personality. <laughs> you know, like that guy. Now he's just like kind of angry and angsty, even though he's 60. Like, like he thinks he's like a boot like Dave Attell, but just like bullshit. Like he called me Joan Rivers, but secretly he wants to fuck Joan Rivers. Yeah. He wishes he could fuck Joan <laughs> Rivers so that he could fuck someone 20 years younger than him. <laughs> I mean, he's a fucking total hack. I mean, look, it's cool that he's on Howard Stern, yes. And I would have been super excited if I was fucking 13 years old. You know what I mean? Like, fucking grow up. That, that I'm surprised that's even still a fucking show. I mean, Howard Stern's an obvious genius. But the way that things are going now, like in today's climate, and just the way that we've accepted, like, it's not cool to just sit there and just completely bomb on handicapped people for fucking cheap laughs. <laughs> You know what I mean? And and that's kind of what he is and what he does and what he still fucking does. He doesn't create anything. He doesn't do anything. He fucking capitalizes on other people's abilities and other people's so-called talents, I guess, if you will, um, to entertain and then just shits on it. So the way he shit on a stuttering guy or like a fucking special ed guy, he tries to shit on like our podcast chiming in every once in a while. And it's like, do I respect that? No, not really. Did he say a couple funny things? I chuckled at it because I'm like, whatever. It doesn't bother me. Like, I know that's like your gig. So to me, it's not that big of a deal for him. Um, he just kind of calls in. And, and like, and I don't think he even knows what they're going to play for him that day when he calls in. They're just like, well, you, you know, this David fucking hand banana, whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. What the fuck did I call that? What was the fuck his name? Carl Hamburger. Carl Hamburger. <laughs> David Hand Banana uh, and his fucking cast of merry men just sit there and try and fucking grill me. It's just, it was pretty fucking, it was pretty fucking stupid. And then I looked, I looked into their uh, ratings, you know, and they're, they're like, they're like, this is the worst podcast. These guys fight. Then they, the worst part was that they started calling me out. Uh, they started calling me out for lying about, uh, a lot of people know me know my past and one of my first jobs ever one of my first real jobs which is what i fucking said if he had got the fucking buns out of his ears he would have fucking heard it that i said it was one of my first real jobs i was about 21 22 was a manager at fucking hooters this guy was like that's no fucking way that's how that happens like i like like i rose to the top of google Like, I accomplished this fucking feat. It's fucking Hooters. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about, you stupid bastard? And he's just like, and I, and I think we have a clip of it. Um, And he just goes in and on. And I'm telling this story about the Hooter girl who carved my name into her leg. And there was all this blood everywhere. But And he's just, he's like, here's a story that's all fucking lies. And let me just show you what, what he fucking sounds like. Go ahead, go ahead and play this. He goes into a story. And it's full of This is Carl Hamburger. There's no way any of this is true. He's talking about how he used to work at Hooters, and there was a girl that he worked with that carved his, 
his name into her leg. So let's start off by proving that this is just all utter nonsense and bullshit. My first ever job way back in the day when I was a little sprout was I was a, uh, my first real job was I was a manager of a Hooters in uh, Michigan. Bullshit. That's not how that works. Your first job is not managing. My first job, real job, which I said, my first real type job was in fact managing. I I, I don't even like, I, I, it's just shocking to me that he thinks that's so fucking baffling. Didn't you start off like, Cooking slash managing. Yeah, for there. a summer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I said my first real type job as a kid when I, I consider being 21, 22 years old a kid. Okay. I'm not saying my first ever job when I was 16 years old working at CVS was my first job. I'm saying my first real type salary benefits, actual real fucking job. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that he's like, no way. Impossible feat. Well, Michael, in their defense, I don't think they know what a real job is if this is what their <laughs> career is based in. Let me just say, they made fun of me because I made a comment about how I pay like $100 or $150 a month to talk to a therapist. And they're like, oh, well, you should get a better yeah. therapist. I'm sorry. Have you never heard of health insurance? No, oh, haven't. wait. Again, you don't have a real fucking job. They're, you know what? They're like, um, they're, so they're from New York which is nothing wrong with New York comedians, but they're different. New York comedians are different, especially ones who do like podcasts. Um, like he just kind of like posts up this hamburger fella and he doesn't do anything. He just listens to podcasts and tears them apart. Again, he produces no actual talent. Original he doesn't content. write jokes. He doesn't write segments. He doesn't do anything of any value except basically report on things that have already been done for him. You're a glorified movie critic. So, I mean, yeah, do you not, you can't comprehend how somebody could earn a fucking job by doing work. <laughs> wow. That's incredible to me. And then, uh, and then he goes on to talk about like, uh, play this a little bit more because this, this is kind of funny because this is a true story and I'd rather hear it again. That's actually never how that works. So it's never. I mean, it does. If your dad owns the Hooters, potentially, Potentially, right, but yeah, they just maybe they just saw his uh, pizzazz and his wow, um, and they were just like, "Hey, pizzazz. this guy's got to run the place." <laughs> this guy's edgy. He's so charismatic <laughs> in the uh, interview that they're like, "I don't know, this guy's got management material written all over him." How do you feel about breakfast? <laughs> Pause, it. Pause it. What the fuck does that? That was your joke. How right. do you feel about breakfast? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, shut the fuck up, hamburger. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so, and then the story goes on, and they're like, oh, you know, this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Let's just keep going on about this bullshit that never happened. Listen to me right now, and listen to me very fucking clearly. <laughs> this shit not only happened, it happened in ways you could never imagine in different variations of this story over years and years of different stories that would blow these people's minds who aren't used to ever seeing females. <laughs> That's that's the real issue here is that these people have no fucking idea. This is like people who like marry their first fucking girlfriend and their entire lives because somebody fucked them. And then they move their shitty families out somewhere. And now, now they're like their glory days are over. So they're going to fucking stand like this podcast. And we've said it how many times this podcast means fucking nothing. I could give this guy's life is this fucking podcast. <laughs> You know what I mean? He sits there and listens to podcasts just to suck the teat of someone's fucking ability. And they're on like their third, like three or 400 
episodes of this podcast. And I'm just now we hearing did. about it because we got on an episode. And they're bombing us on our fifth episode <laughs> is what they're going after. Our fifth episode ever after we very clearly said we're not, we're, we're like winging this. You know what I mean? And we're higher than them. So then I dig a little deeper. All right. Oh God. I go into their fucking, uh, I go to, the, well, because I had to click on their, uh, their thing to hear the fucking thing. They have a 2.9 rating out of five. <laughs> 2.9 out of 400 episodes? You'd think just the average out of that. I mean, we're at 4.5. They're 2.9. And they're going to talk shit about us? And the only reason we even got those negatives was because of the shit show. Uh, we, we got a couple <laughs> bad remarks from that one because it was the first time anyone ever listened. And it was a tough listen. It was. So I take that with a grain of salt. Uh, that, that is true. Uh, you know, they were right to bomb on, uh, you know, the shit show episode. Uh, maybe it wasn't wise of uh, us to uh, try and let you uh, go off the rails and do your uh, chicken chicken story. Me go off the rails. Well, you know, it's <laughs> tough. You were like, you've never done like uh, any sort of uh, open comedy before. So you're basically like doing an open mic for your first time ever on uh, the podcast. And I bombed. <laughs> you, you didn't exactly bomb. Uh, we were bombed, which That's wasn't doing, true. which wasn't doing you any favors. Uh, I certainly wasn't doing you any favors um, by being as as uh, drunk as I was, uh, but we've 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 learned from all of those things. Uh, you know, we're never going to do that again. We're never going to act like that again. We're never going to try and record uh, two episodes in one day again. And uh, you know, these people. So these people do uh, kind of you know call you out on it. And you kind of forget when you do the episodes. You just kind of mail it in, and you don't really think that you'll, there's like thousands of people listening to this shit. And uh, some of them are fucking douchebags. I just think it's funny, like how how little, like, of like a level of seriousness we took this. Yeah, and then yet we still end up getting. Like roasted by a comedian who's been on like your mom's house and shit, like yeah. things that I habitually watch. Um, they're just and honestly, they just use our name because people search comedy pod pie. They probably saw we were trending and they go, "We'll just name our episode that." And then anyone typing in comedy pod pie is gonna see our fucking episode, which is exactly what fucking happened. And people are like, "Hey, these people out here are fucking bombing on you." And I'm like, "Who is it?" And they're like, I don't know because nobody knows who the fuck they are. And then I'm like, I find out who they are. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this is. So I Google it. We've gotten more traffic <laughs> since that episode came out. Yeah, I'm sure. Which, like but, I said, bad publicity is. But uh, our, our, our um, you know, we're more authentic, though. That's that's the thing. Like, they're trying so fucking hard. Like, we try and do some skits every once in a while. Like, when we were doing, like, the uh, book by its cover and shit like that. And um, But, uh, you know. We're a, we're a podcast of the people. You know what I mean? We don't we have sponsors. Yeah, we have sponsors now because we're fucking ballers. In season 2. In season 2. And season 1 was fucking mm. really realistically 7 Trash. episodes. <laughs> and the first episode sucked. Mm. Cuz we weren't even going to air that one. We were just like, ah, whatever. We'll test the equipment, but let's just get it cuz we didn't think anyone would listen. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then he goes like he goes on to go to like, he like looks at my like fucking LinkedIn like he found me on there and shit and he's like looking at all this shit and he's like independent contractor. That could be fucking anything. He's like I want to see like 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 dude, are you what are you fucking obsessed? 
Like, like I get it. If you want to make fun of my, uh, if you want to make fun of my podcast, go right ahead. But if you want to like start attacking me at a personal level, uh, then that's just bootleg. That's just not. Uh, that's just not David Hamburger style. I mean, I don't know what his style is. Hamburger. I, why do I, keep, I keep calling him David. I don't know what his. Who cares a fuck? I'm calling him David Hamburger from now on. Uh, David Hand Banana. <laughs> David Hand Banana. That's what I'm really mad at. I, I really don't. This Shuli guy, whatever, because he he bought a he got a bad gig. He's just like he has to call in every once in a while, and you can, he's not into it. Like he's just on the phone. He's fucking lazy. He's just being uh, uh, just like mailing it in. Um, you could tell he's just like high as hell, leaned back in his chair, like God, I got to get through this. And this right. guy, and this and this hand banana guy who hosts it is just like all in. You know what I mean? He's just like you could tell he's at home with like storyboards and like getting all his clips ready, and like he's got like a sweet intro this week and like all this stuff. He's wasting all this time um, to really to really just make like a paper mache fucking podcast of just hilarious pieces of my podcast to get people to listen with my name that he fucking stole. <laughs> he didn't even say like reviewing comedy pot pie. He just called it comedy pot pie. And that was the name of it. And this fucking podcast was like two hours and they did 40 straight minutes on us. And then th- they didn't think to call it any fucking thing else. They, what is their they, obsession with who is it that they always talk about? Like after each episode, it's all over their Instagram. Some fucking dude, some famous dude that they're that's like stuttering, whatever the fuck. I think. Oh, okay. It's part that's of that a weird obsession. It's part of the whack pack. So these people all have like serious disabilities, <laughs> right? Which I don't know. Why I'm laughing at that, but they all have like because I, I remember watching Howard Stern when I was like fucking twelve, and I'm like, this is like he used to be on E late at night, and I used to laugh at it. I'd be like, oh, this is funny. Like this guy's crazy. But now, like, like okay, like you know what I mean? You, th- that's not what humor is anymore. The the world has changed. So for to him for this guy who's completely fucking normal um outside of his physical appearance to just like use these people still um as like a, a career I, I guess like I don't know I guess he left the show in like January or something too they probably they probably like kicked him off they're probably like look we can't do we can't just keep bombing on fucking special ed kids like forever <laughs> And, and like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't keep doing that. Well, like, why don't you maybe write a fucking joke? He's like, that's my bread and butter, my right. hamburger and hot dog, you know what I mean? whatever. And he was calling me hack from, like, doing, like, hack jokes. And then at one time they they uh, they accused me of um, ripping off an Anthony Jeselnik joke, which I did not do. And then didn't uh, they go ride Anthony Jeselnik's dick yeah, for so the next, so like, Yeah, so they're like, yeah, this guy is an obvious Anthony Jeselnik fan. Um we found that out. I'm like, oh, how do you mean you found that out? It's not like in my bio, like, hi, I'm Michael Lane Jr. And I love Anthony Jeselnik. <laughs> I mean, I do love Anthony Jeselnik. I do. Um, and we have a lot of similarities. Uh, I shouldn't even say similarities because he's a thousand times better of a writer or whatever than I could ever be. But um, in the same vein of like one-liner kind of stuff like that, which I don't do on this podcast. Um, so my comedy style is completely different than this podcast. But um, I do like Anthony Jeselnik. And to, for him to say that was weird because I'm like, okay, well, I don't really make the jokes like that on this podcast. And then he immediately goes into 25 minutes about Anthony Jeselnik's podcast right after they stopped talking about us. I was like, unbelievable. You're the one with the secret fucking boner for Anthony <laughs> Jeselnik after all. Um, so, and they were loving everything that he said. So they, they, they did like us and hated on us. Uh, because we're basically an unknown, and they think they're uh, they think they're something uh, special. Um, and then they did Anthony Jeselnik, 
and they're talking about how much they loved him because he's got like some drama with some comedian. I don't know. I fast forwarded through it. And then Leslie Jones. Yes. The Leslie Jones thing. And then, um, then they went back and like roasted like a couple other fucking, uh, podcasts. Uh, so all of it was a big compilation of things that, uh, the other people did like, uh, <laughs> That's like true. they're like, they're like the people in the group project who like are the, just like the biggest dorks and douchebags who don't do any work. And then they just show up and they're like, they just do like the Will Smith arms. Like they're to, the presenter of yeah, other people's to shit. Us, and they're like, yeah. look what we did. <laughs> And then if and then if and then if they think it sucks, they're like, yeah, I didn't want to be a part of this group anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's why I didn't do this. Like you suck, dude. You guys, you guys were terrible. Um, the the whole the whole um, the whole podcast of theirs was fucking terrible. It should have ended. It should have ended uh, after episode one, but it should have ended. Our episode should have ended after they were done roasting us, because then it just got even worse. It was only good because like the things they were trying to roast from us were actually pretty fucking funny. But they were just trying to think of like ways to uh, to bring us down. I will admit, like the shit show episode definitely was. Yeah, it's our biggest. It's our biggest mistake of all time. I don't. I don't necessarily think that. But here's the thing: like, I do think that it was super obnoxious for somebody listening to who doesn't know us and things like that. So a lot of that part of what they said, I definitely agree with. But Mm -hmm. we actually scrubbed that shit from the internet before we even found out about them. Yeah, we didn't. uh, To be clear, we did not delete this because of these fucking idiots. We had already already been long gone because we got rid of that one and we got rid of the one that was like already a compilation. Yeah, uh, when I was gone. A compilation episode after we only had three. Like people were like, wow, we really need a recap after three. (laughs) So we deleted that one as well. We were just cleaning it up because we were getting ready for season two. And then, uh, then we found out about these fucking dorks. And they, but they've got everything, you know, I, they've got, um, Reddit, they do Reddit, they do Twitch, they do like, they do all of it like this. Like I'm telling you, this guy is all in, um, this hamburger fella. If you have been this all in the game for this yeah. long and I've literally put in you and I combined have put in maybe, yeah. maybe 2% effort that we could. At, at, and this guy is best. like 150% effort and nobody knows who the yeah. fuck he is until he exactly. uses their content to try and make jokes. That's what I'm saying. So again, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put too much, uh, too much into these people's bag to make them feel like they affected me too much. But uh, we didn't have anything else to talk about, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a whole summer of us not recording anything. And, and <laughs> to be honest, like, it's hard for me to care about anything. Um, especially, like, I love this podcast, but I don't really care too much. I mean, I care. I care that it's good and that it's funny and that, like, uh, we have fun is the most thing, uh, most important thing I care about. If we ever, for a second, uh, feel like we're not having fun, and End this it. is too big of a burden. I will fucking break it over my knee myself. <laughs> um, I don't care at all. But this is just something that, like, it's an excuse to hang out. It's an excuse to, you know, shoot the shit. Um, and, and I think it's fun. I think it's fun, and, and people seem to like it. So uh, as, far, as long as everything's going good, that's great. And, and whether it be good or bad, if other people are beginning to take notice of our podcast, uh, whether it be good or bad, again, uh, whatever. Fuck them. Fucking so be it then. So be it. Have fun. Uh, I, I can just imagine how much time this guy spent because he had like 50 clips lined up. He must have listened to our voice for like a week. He had a super clip or whatever it's called lined up too of like mini clips of like where you were doing like the yelling into the mic thing. Oh, yeah. For the shit show. So so, so really, well, I don't actually fuck them because I'm not going to say the name. I think I might have already said the name of their podcast, but you know what? Fuck them. Because I was gonna say the only way you can ever even listen to bits of that uh, episode is uh, is from that 
is from their shitty episode, but I don't want to give them any more fucking... I don't want to promote... They're going to be like, look at this. We got a lot of views this week. Let's just keep this up on other people's podcasts. Let's just keep ripping off their fucking name and being unfunny and boring. And there was like five of them. They had like producer Chris, Dave, fucking uh, this fucking guy who called in. Like Wasn't a, there like some chick? Vinny. I, I didn't even make it long enough to see the chick, but there's so many of these fucking idiots. It's like, why does this take you? So many people to make nothing. You it's don't like even the, make anything. It's like the old, like, how many blondes does it take to screw in a light bulb shit yeah. joke, you know? Yeah, the, they're like, um, they're like the, like, you watch, like, Rob Dyrdek or whatever, like, they, uh, whatever. It's like, the, they're like the losers on the couch who say, like, who don't do anything. Like, Rob Dyrdek sits up there and does dumb shit, and then, like, there's, like, that chick on the couch who just, like, laughs. Like, that's, like, literally what the purpose of her. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Chanel or whatever. Yeah, so th they just sit there and laugh and, like, make, like, stupid comments because, like, they're never going to, like, that's the thing. They're never going to come out and be like, I actually really like that part. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? They're all just ganging up, and, like, that's, like, their thing. They think that's, like, hilarious. But to me, as someone who makes uh, material and content, you know, you're a fucking scrub. And I, f I think the fact Grow that up. we can sit here and be humble and say, like, yeah, that was never meant to be taken seriously. No. We know that uh -huh. we fucking said a lot of dumb shit. No, we called it the fucking shit show episode. And, and literally. they didn't just focus on that. They did other stuff too. They were like, they were like, oh, these they do segments, but the segments are stupid. Like stupid shit Alyssa Choi likes. They thought was fucking dumb. They thought like the way we ended the show was dumb. They thought like all this shit. And then I went to, I listened to Shuli, this Shuli fucking fella. I listened to his first podcast ever. I'm like, well, you think you're so fucking good. You know, let's see, let's hear how you started at the very fucking beginning. And it sounded like he was recording this on his phone with a fucking noose around his neck in the shower. <laughs> like, I'm either going to finish this shitty ass podcast or I'm just going to kick this stool out from under me. And that's going to be fucking it for me uh, now that Howard Stern fucking broke up with me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and uh, now it's time for us to pay the bills with our first real sponsor. Not that uh, not that charcuterie is fake, but uh, we're not getting paid from them. <laughs> we're getting paid now, baby. Uh, and we all knew that uh, we weren't getting uh, sponsored by National Geographic anytime soon. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you SmoothMyBalls.com. <laughs> SmoothMyBalls.com. Is available for all of your male grooming needs. And female. And female. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it would work on females. I have the kit. Uh, when, I, when we signed up for it, they sent me the groomer. The groomer was cheap. It was about 45 bucks after the discount, which you get 20% off if you go to uh, smoothmyballs.com backslash comedy pot pie. Um, also, if you click the link in our description below and follow the code, uh, you will get 20% off of all of your orders from smoothmyballs.com. Um, are they the smoothest balls I've ever seen in my entire life? No. My balls were way smoother a month ago when the entire cast of Who Are These Podcasts was <laughs> hanging from my fucking dick. But they were still pretty smooth. 10 out of 10, do recommend. Uh, it, feels like, uh, it feels like a group hug in a children's hospital. <laughs> 
when you're all done. So smoothmyballs.com <laughs> for 20% off of your order. Uh, act now. The ladies are waiting. Smoothmyballs.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was our first ad ever. Uh, how long do you think it's going to be before uh, they cancel us for that? Uh, I said, I, it'll probably just get worse from there. But we are on the board. Season two is underway. Uh, one episode in the books. Uh, we've made some new friends. We've made some new enemies. Um, but we still stick to our roots. And we will end this episode the way we end every episode. Uh, by screaming out something that we absolutely hate and cannot stand and we want gone from existence. Or that we don't really give a fuck about. <laughs> forever. Or that we just plain don't give a fuck about uh, till the end of time. Uh, so, I will... Uh, you, want me to, you want me to do the countdown or do you want to do it? You do the honors. All right, so what we're going to do is, those of you who are new to our, our uh, podcast, uh, we're going to count down to three and then we're going to do the little countdown. And then you scream out. You can do it with you. You can do it with you uh, in the car, at home, in bed, wherever, next to your wife while she's asleep. And just scream at the top of your lungs something that uh, you want to forget ever happened. And just get it off your chest and be gone forever. Uh, so, at the count of three. Uh, or at the, I guess it wouldn't be the count of three. It'd be the countdown from three. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, uh, we will do this. All right. Three, two, one. David, David Han, Han Banana! banana! <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs>